Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Anticipation of another man's creation. Being a female vocalist from an Arab nation. It's all new to me, except the soothing crackle. Draw breaks to find my attentions, mental shackles. Dusty uh, This is the hip hop Abigail show. Boy Figs. Got our music. And the rock. Yo. Tonight we got a special one, man. Woo! Mm. The funk's in the house. Woo! You seen the shirt? Seen the show represent uh, uh, every Tuesday, Gorilla Grooves Radio. Yeah. He's a co-host. Yeah. Alongside Fred Once. You know what I'm saying? He's a, a what is it, a pencil pusher? Uh. Pencil pusher, mind motivator, <laughs> and uh part-time yoga instructor. Ooh. <laughs> yo. <laughs> a man of many hats, yo. We got rhinoceros funk with us in the building. Clap your titties. What's up, y'all? Fuck, yeah, man. Good to be here, man. Glad to be in a, in a nice place where it looked like porn was shot here before <laughs> I got here. It's a beautiful porn couch here on... Uh, I'm sure there was a lot of action done on it. Oh, of course, man. You guys just wipe it down with uh, dirty wipes. It's a pleasure to be here, gentlemen. Pleasure oh, to be man. here. Pleasure I'm glad to shades. I said it's going to be bright in here, and I'm not ready for this with the brightness. And I'm wearing a shirt that's clean for you sons of bitches. Uh. So if you're watching this, yes, I did iron this. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to be on TV. I'm always behind the microphone in a booth with a dirty hoodie, smelly nuts. And today I said, I'm going to dress up for these motherfuckers. So you're lucky. So the first time I, I got introduced to you was through Paranormal, through uh, Lexapro. Shouts. Yeah, so and, and they put they put me on to your music. Um, then uh, Lexapro took us to the Art of Lyrics. Mm. Was it Art of Lyrics? Yes, in the Bronx. Yeah, yeah. The and then was that was that was your spot. Yeah, and we yeah. performed over there a few times. Yeah, Figs, yeah, yeah. Sons of Guns performed, yeah. and it was a great time, man. Sons of Guns, es un nombre de memoria, coño. <laughs> yeah, Sons man. of Guns. Sons of Guns. One of the first Art of Lyrics, man. 09, Sons of Guns. Yeah. 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 So yeah. we know we know a bit about truth, but for the viewers that don't know, can you take us to how you started with the music? Uh, music, music, holding a hairbrush and singing for my mom like a little faggot. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I think know. I think it's like what everybody, but everybody. I mean, when when you, when it comes to music, it's it's always something that people people. Oh man, he was a born like that. no one's fucking born like that. It, it, it's it's the environment, right? And I was my mom was a very young mom. Shout out to teenage moms, get your shit right. Um, <laughs> Nobody says that, right? Like, it's going to uh, be an inspirational yeah. think episode, about right? If you're 17, 16, <laughs> and you're fucking, don't think it's going to be better with a kid. Um, <laughs> seriously. Uh, so, I mean, you, you're there. My mom was young. She's playing these records. You know, they just came out. and I mean, and we're kids together, I guess. So, you know, she's, ah, she's singing. I'm fucking singing. And then, luckily, I was able to attend school at the time where 
Reagan had not taken away instruments yet. Fuck you, Reagan. Hope you get dick fucked <laughs> by by Kanye's Hitler. Not regular Hitler, Kanye's Hitler. <laughs> and oh, um, <laughs> so like I, I was able to go to school and there was a choir, there was a music teacher, mm, there was instruments. That. So by the early eighties I was playing the trumpet, man, I was fucking rapping on stage in front of everybody. I I, I didn't have that that kind of like stage fright that a lot of people have. So that translated into, you know, the hip hopping or writing rhymes, you know, a little fat. So you've been a, you've basketball. been around you've been around since like when hip hop really started developing into what I mean it became it, 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 it's again perception I mean my my perception of hip hop is is, is like you know, early eighties moving into that phase of the still like what you know that kind of shit into that dark ah, fucking kill you and I sell crack um <laughs> so there there are those stages right and. Uh, I, I was lucky that I was I was there to see that transition, but still have a musical background. Like back to the trumpet shit. I don't even know tell, tell you this shit, but I was so nasty at trumpet that I was sent to a, a music school. Like, and they were like, "Yo, we're gonna take you away from these Dominican assholes and send you to a music school." And I was like, "Nah, it's fine. I'll stick with my mom." I regret it. <laughs> nah, so I mean, I, I didn't end up really going, but music was still there, and I, I didn't have uh, shit. So I, I would do pause tapes. And always rock my my Walkman was my shit. I had batteries all the time and just rocking positives. And then when I got to college, I started doing radio. And that when I found that, I was like, holy shit, let's different world. Yeah, man. be a new world. I mean, look look what it is now. I mean, we 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 didn't have a platform back then, right? Now you can put this shit, aliens can see it. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's it, the platform is much larger, but back then it was like, what do you do, man? Fucking antennas and shit so i had to go on there and, and you know get trained Woo-hoo, boy. get trained in, in, into learning how to speak on the radio yeah. learning how to use the board uh you know in playing commercials saying commercials inflections how to keep people engaged into my voice enunciating Ooh, um yes. yeah, yeah man all that shit dude and, properly and, yeah, yeah yeah bro yeah. so th- that and that's how i met lex he never told you that story nah, he nah. Told yeah that story. man he fucking he, he i was i was I, had my, I was DJing, obviously hosting, and picking up the fucking phones. And uh, Lex approached asked you again. It's like the fifth time I told the story. But he calls me. He's like, he, and I pick up the phone. He's like, yo, what song was that? And it was an MF Doom song. I think it was Doomsday. Oh, he called into the he radio? He called to the radio station. Oh, yeah. wow. And I pick up the, yo, WCDB, what's up? And he's like, yo, I'm listening. And you play the song. Like, oh, that was Tuesday. He's like, and he tried to ask me another question. I'm like, motherfucker, I'm DJ and hosting and picking up the phone. And I'm going to get my own coffee. I'll talk to you later. If you, if you want to know what I'm doing, then come up here. I'm very thing like that. And he came up. <laughs> yo, <laughs> he came up. Shit. That sounds like Lexa, bro. And he oh, walked in there. He's like, hi, uh, Porfirio. <laughs> now he didn't sound like that. But, you know, but that's how we became friends. Yo, the radio sure, station. Man. That's wild. Wow. That's, that's a good dude right there. He man. lived on campus. So it wasn't a far walk. And the radio show was on campus. What was the school? What was this at? What was the it's school? SUNY Albany. SUNY Albany. SUNY Albany. Yo, speaking shit. of that. Yeah, that's the, the connection is between me and this nigga. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I used to go up there. I was dating a girl at, at Union. Union College. Which is in Schenectady, which is like about 15, 20 minutes outside of Albany. So this is before I even knew about the music and all that. He was giving out a lecture. He was giving a lecture at Union College. Talking and shit. Talking and shit. A lot of people were mad in the audience. But you kept it real. That, that was, I mean, it was a, uh, which is also... Oh, I knew we were going to get there. I practice. 
uh, which is a, very, a crucial time because it was a, a period where, I mean, I love to talk. You can see that. <laughs> I, lo I love to talk. I mean, I, I, it's all kayfabe, man. This is what you're going to get, man. You're going to get it 24 hours a day. And I was always a fan of wrestling. It was always fucking, you know, I, pra I still practice promos in the mirror, dude. Ooh. This Sunday, <laughs> Nassau Coliseum. Now, so, look, so um, I was doing lectures on the Cuban Revolution. Yes, um, yes, yes. Um, Cuba was coming out of the, the special period. So I was doing this, this, uh, these lectures on the Cuban Revolution. So I was going to a couple of schools and doing that. And um, I mean, that union one, there was mad people there. There was a lot of people. It was there. a packed house. It was yeah. a packed house, mad people. So I mean, that helped not only in developing my confidence, but then also developing how I navigate crowds. Yeah, be able to navigate crowds, questions, uh, jokes, and maybe that led into my further education to what I do now, which is I lecture. I lecture every fucking day in front of in, at colleges. So yeah, I'm able to move around with the vocabulary, but. What's wild is that he, I, he met me there. That was like 2002. 2003. 2003. And then fucking uh, uh, Art of Lyrics in 09, one of the first ones. One of the first ones. And then I'm walking in the hood in the Heights. And, like, ah. <laughs> and I see this nigga. I'm like, what you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm about to go to this baby shower. I'm like, <laughs> me too. <laughs> and then some, about that shit and then somehow we ended up being relatives. Yo, this is his cousin. This is his cousin got impregnated by my brother. Yeah. So now we share a cousin niece. Some shit. Yes. I don't know what the fuck she is. Shout out to you, Isabella. Hey, she's thirteen now. She's thirteen. Oh, yeah, beautiful First young one. lady. That's um, yo. The world is so small, bro. That's crazy how everything just full circle. <laughs> Wow, shit. Unbelievable. Bullshit. Real bullshit. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. So, so we got uh, the intro down packed. Let's, let's, we know you also for being a fucking ill lyricist. Like, your wordplay is sick. Um, how, what right now, what are you working on? You got any any new projects? Anything oh, coming out? So fucking much, dude. Talk um, about it. Well, let's tap into this the, 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 again with the, the, the lyricism, right? And where that derives from. Again, it's, it's cool. People. I mean, we are a species that is very self-focused, right? And so, so it, it, the whole thing, and again, with the, with Gorilla Groups Radio, we interview people, and I was trying to get into what motivates them and what draws their you know attention. To, and people, are, they write about themselves. They write what they see. They write what they live. So I have stayed away from that. I don't use I. I don't fuck me. I'm insignificant. My <laughs> rhymes are about the world. Yeah. My rhymes are about people. My rhymes are about fucking policy. I like I don't even got time to beef with a nigga. I'm thinking about fucking <laughs> sy systemic <laughs> racism. Lord, I'm Lord. thinking about fucking. I mean the the, the, the fucking uh, scientific racism. I'm thinking about all these things that people don't hear on a daily basis, and that's where that comes from. Man. I'm I'm in a sociology class. And I'm like, listen, reading something, I'm writing that down. And how can I put that into you know, a rhyme? Wow, you know nice. what I mean? <laughs> so that is what helps the development of my technique versus coming up with the braggadocious yeah, shit. Yeah, or what's now is everybody sells cocaine. No, everybody, everybody's oh. doing the pills now. Well, everybody's doing the pills. Well, good luck with that. I'll keep uh, a sociological aspect. And if you like it, you like it. And if you don't, you don't. So, 
That's amazing. Listening to a Rhinoceros Funk album is like taking a semester at, at a college, yeah. at a university. I got that. Right? I got that a lot listening right? to, to to the albums. Oh, you'd be like, damn, I didn't know that. Oh, shit, I remember that. This motherfucker okay. got a Christmas album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was playing that shit today, B. I, I, yeah, man, I, I, I was rocking that today. I forgot I put that out. But uh, yeah, I, I did. I did. I did. And then today, uh, like a couple of days ago, somebody mentioned it. I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I did." But um, and and that was twenty twenty. Like back to your question on like what I'm putting. Um, yeah, a lot. new, new I mean, music. There is a, a lot that, that that I've done. It's been four albums in the last in the last year. Um, and it's because I went back to producing myself, recording in my own house, and I mean, it's 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 so much freedom, right? I tell people like. It's it's like wanting to be a painter and then not owning brushes or an easel. Yeah. Wow, like yeah. that's fucking ridiculous, right? So if you want to be a fucking painter, then go own a fucking easel, buy some paints, good paints, buy some brushes, and practice and keep at home. This is what makes our art, right? It's the repetitive nature in order to develop a talent. Again, you're not born with it. Right, if right, not, right. then we sh- we would give newborns brushes and microphones and say, "Come on, motherfucker, go at it." <laughs> it's not gonna happen. <laughs> it's crazy. So you going through the college scene, do giving lectures. Yeah. At what point you you meet Fred once? When I came down, I came down from Albany uh, as I was wrapping up my master's degree in uh, late '05, and then in '06, that's when I'm like, "All right, cool. Let me let me start bum rushing all these scenes." We start bum rushing these open mics, and we start bum rushing these uh, uh, these uh, uh, these events, and hanging hanging out handing out my fucking music in a CD and, and a piece of paper, um, and a radio. This, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is a fucking drug, right? When you have an a- when you have an avenue to speak to people, when you have a voice and things you want to say, this becomes a fucking drug. And at the time, I was like, I couldn't take it anymore. I need to be on the radio, right? I was on the radio from 1998 to fucking 2005. Then I come down here, and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do about this radio habit that I got? <laughs> I got a radio habit. Who what am I going to do? Who can right? I talk to? Who, I mean, so, yo, what the fuck, man? So... We end up, I mean, I end up fucking uh, uh, creating the auto lyrics. Just again, so I can have a microphone in my hand and I can tell people to eat a dick. <laughs> and it, it's, it's, again, it's fun. But I needed a DJ because I couldn't do the DJ thing again. again. So I met Fred once and um, he uh, was he, uh, through my man, Danny Kodak. And uh, in 09, we said, yo, let's start this. And we were still running around bringing records. You remember bringing the records? We didn't have no digital shit. Right, and right. And at right. one point, it was just like, you know what? I think I figured out this internet thing, and we went and brought the radio show back into into the digital era. Fucking fire, bro! Yeah. But it's, con- it's constant work. You have to be always working. You yeah. have to be always working, man. And talk a little bit about Gorilla Grooves. Like, I mean, Gorilla Grooves is. Um, I, I started on the radio, radio in college with, my, with some of my friends, and we called it the Full Stamp Show because we were three. Just like you guys, three spicks with no money, <laughs> <laughs> and we were in college broke. I'm not saying you guys, we were, you know, three, three spicks with no money, and um, I grew up on food stamps, and uh, we started the radio show. It was three hours, 
on a Monday. And uh, each of us had an hour on what we would play. And um, when they graduated, I mean, we all graduated, I stayed. And I was like, I'm not, I'm going to change the name. So I changed the name. And uh, it was, I, mean, I would drive down here, hit up Fat Beats, oh, wow. buy, buy some that's records, and drive right back. You know what I mean? Wow. And uh, that's what was, I mean, it, it was labor of love. Yeah. Labor of love, dude. Labor of love. And now what we have on, on me with, with Fred Ones and, and being in the city and doing, I think doing the uh, 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 art lyrics prior, you know, set us up to say, oh, we trust these guys. Yeah. Right? Shout we out to Migs, right? Shout, shout out to Migs. Coordinator right there. Exactly. Throwing us to music. I mean, with so much music that's out now. Uh, but we're like, we never put whack shit on stage never. in the art lyrics. It was like, nah, man, if you whack, nah. Right? Like the other day, some guy was at the radio show. He's like, can I send? Can I be on your show? I'm like, you better send music, beat. Like we gonna listen to your shit if it's whack. You can't be on. He's like, damn. I'm like, oh, everybody tells you that you're good. All your friends tell you that you're good. He's like, yeah. I'm like, you got shitty friends. Yeah, you got yes men. <laughs> you got yes men. You just have better friends. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 comedy, man. Like, I I love comedy. I think hip hop has just been a a a, a thing where. People are just too verbal and, and and me mugging and nah man, let's throw dick jokes out there. Yeah, all that let's, tough let's shit. Have all that tough fun, shit, man. man. Like, Save the tough shit. You know what I mean? Like I, I grew up dissing, man. Like dissing people. I'm the dozens, dick. right? Yeah, dude. Like ha, let's have fun. So um, where, and, where can people find the the show at? Where can they tune in at? Gorilla Grooves Radio, man. dot com. Gorilla Grooves Radio. dot com. I mean, you go on there. All the links are on there. Piece of rap FM. Shouts to Four Elements Radio. They rebroadcast the show. Mixcloud. We got our shows up on there. But GorillaGrooveRadio.com. Uh, also got the Mixlr app. If you want to go into the, you know, talk shit in, in, in the uh, chat room, have some fun <laughs> with some people that listen to the show, go on there, man. Yeah. Got that engagement popping. Yeah. So, uh, Rhino, you said something that was uh, very interesting. You said that most people are not born with that talent, that we accrue it as we get, as we get influenced as we start listening to other things. And your style is very unique, it's very creative. And I'm wondering, how did you come about with that style? What influenced you? And and right now, fellas, I think that um, yeah. I think it's time for that it's question. Yeah, to slide up in there. So I'm every curious. time we have somebody on this platform, we ask them one thing. What's your top five? So are you prepared to give us your top five? No, I mean, if, if you want to, <laughs> but hold up, no, come yo, on. you guys, didn't, you, you, you didn't hear the agents of reform? I said it's I time said, for nah. the top five. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, you drew that. You drew that kind of fucking that that that, that ambiance around it. <laughs> But I have a line that says, save your top five for another combo. I remember that. Save your top five for another combo. I'm too busy in the jungle like Jane Goodall in the Congo. I don't have, you know what my top five is? Dylon, Dylon. No, I'm only kidding. No, I, I, don't, I, I don't do that because, it, I mean, again, music is extremely subjective. Subjective. It's subjective. It's about, you know, and, and I don't do it because I have my own experiences, right? I have my own experiences. I have my own moods. I have my own history. And then when I present that history and mood with my top five, then the, the people, oh, word, are you going to judge my life? Fuck you and your top five. It, so listen, I, I am, I'll tell you this. 
fan of Red Man. Yes, that's where the funk comes from. KRS One, that's where the okay, I knew it. LP, words, fucking rest in peace, Team One. The style, the grittiness, fucking. Chub Rock, fucking Chuck D. These are all people that I take and I have in my head, but to give them a ranking, I think is disrespectful. Nah, no world. rank. Yeah, no rank. Nah, but that, no, but that's, no. that's what people think about when you say give Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that's why I, I, I lay that, that disclaimer down. Like, I'm not going to do it. I'll just tell you who I'm like. You just did it, though. <laughs> He's definitely. Well, you and that's, that's thank point. you. That's the top. <laughs> and that's. Rhino's top five, yo. <laughs> Y'all were hype about that shit. Snuck it in there. I'm surprised fucking like a stripper didn't come out with like a top five <laughs> written on her ass cheeks. Yo, I knew. I had a feeling when you, you know, listening to your music, I had a feeling that KRS-One KRS, had to be in there. The teacher. I was like, he's definitely yeah. going to be listed in, in, in the Chuck names D, that he's going to mention. The way you project the voice, too, mm-hmm. like a strong voice. I mean, these are guys that, again, I tell people, I'm like, look, we, it's... It, what we intake truly defines us, right? Um, I mean, this is an era where there is Afrocentricity still, right? Right. My the era that, that I, I got engaged into that doesn't exist, right? Like we, I learned about Black history in the United States because of hip hop, right? Who Mumia was? I mean, Malcolm X. It's not things that were being taught to me in my home Was with Dominican it? immigrants. No. no, no, no. So pro- ponder that. Ponder the sense that we, we, you learn from what you're listening to. And then look at what people are listening to today. And you're like, oh, you don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck do you know if you're going, picky, dicky, picky? Yo, stop. <laughs> stop. Uh, it's a different genre, right? It's a different. Hijos of those Trujillo left Ooh. illiterate. That's a new song coming out with. It's called the Dumb Smart. Dumb Smart. Shots yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I, I was. I threw Trujillo in there because you said Dominican immigrants, and that's that's kind of basic. That basic Dominican knowledge, like the Trujillo, I, my time in Trujillo's era, and this and that. But if, when you dig deep into Trujillo history, that's all fucked up. That that's that's what I, I, I teach a course on uh, Dominican history uh, at Lehman College, and uh, there's one thing. That I can hands down say, man, uh, Dominicans have been fucked with education. There is not a, a there is not a, a very strong formal understanding of their own history, which no. is why we have this this thing of racism that it's so deep inside of us. It's it's gross. Uh, but yeah, understanding your history. If you understood your history, it would be such a clearer day. You would not need pills to make you happy. You would not be in the madness of melancholy. Stop being sad, nigga. Learn something. Well, you know, you know what it is. You know what part you know has a lot to do with it too. Especially like us, right? Your mom was born in the Dominican. She was born in the vagina of hell. Yeah, yeah she was born in the Dominican. But like our parents, all our parents here were born in the Dominican. We're all first generation. Now all these kids coming up, you know, are, are all coming from kids that were, you know from parents that were born here, and their parents were born over there. So there's that, that 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 loss, that that gap. Yeah, there's yeah, that yeah, you know, yeah. it's that disconnect. You know, it's a big disconnect with that. With, with as far as like the younger generation, as far as like understanding that now the ones at least, at least Dominican from the Dominican heritage, that's lost. It's getting lost. Yeah. Same way you know, it, you can say that with Puerto Ricans. 
Oh yeah, that happened a while ago. Yeah. Um, I mean, the the, the the only the good thing that Dominicans have uh, among a lot of other Latino groups is that that we move back and forth. Mm. We're very transnational migrants, right? Our money moves. Yeah. Uh, politicians come here to fucking promote their their, their elections. Right, I mean, right. I'm, watch the heist, nigga. They be fucking. I'm like, what the what the yeah, fuck yeah. is this? And be like, oh yo, me regresa para la república to vote for fucking estupido estupido. What is he doing here? But there is a large population that will go back and yeah, to vote. Yeah, you see it in Corona. So in Corona, you see, yeah, and right across right. your mom's house, see banners of fucking yeah, electees in DR. Polls, I'm like, yeah, they got voting polls yeah. all over the place. <laughs> oh, shit, I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. for DR. Yeah. Very, a very transnational. That shit is crazy. It's wild, man. So, so you are you are rebelde. You got a song, rebelde. Yeah, as, mo- as much as I possibly can. I mean, it, it's also another transition, right? Like, but when you met me, I, I, I was I had a lot of anger in the sense of like understanding society and like trying to explain. Or and yeah. I, I moved back from that. And I was like, you know what? Let me just dive into the music. If you want to know what I'm about, you can hear that. Mm-hmm. And if you want to take one of my classes, then sign up. Be I'm at Lehman, John Jay, Pace. I'm all over the place teaching, man. Go go check me out. But to be more in the sense of, of I mean, re- rebellious. With education and knowledge, versus, you know, out there trying to. I think I might hurt myself. I think I might sign up for one of his classes, yo. And but before that, guys, we gotta pay the bills, real quick. We just got an email from corporate, <laughs> so we'll be right back. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. And we're back from the commercial break, y'all. Ooh, yeah. So, Rhino, we've been anticipating you coming over here. We've been studying all your music, all your albums, your videos. It's a lot. It's a lot of shit, right? It's a lot of cramming. And especially my man, Arup. He got the ears for great music. Um, I also been studying you. I've been searching for you, seeing different locations. You've been different stages you performed on, people you met. And I got a few pictures here. You know, you doing some are incriminating. This is, this yeah. is fucking stalking. <laughs> this is weird. This is weird. So, so, so we got some stuff here. <laughs> and and uh, all I want you to do is uh, explain to the people what you're doing, who you with. You know, at that moment, there's one with a cab- in the picture. Let me see the picture. You one in a cabana. You in a cabana. In, in a cabana with uh. You know, I, I went to a cabana one time. <laughs> yeah, hold up, hold up. No, no, hold on, real quick. We okay, do that. Yeah, go for it, go for it. I went to a cabana one time. And uh, it was like during the uh, uh, the uh, the Caribbean World Series, the World Series, or the, oh, the baseball classic. Yeah, but, but for Spix. <laughs> no. But the thing is, I, I, we in there, and it was in the, in the afternoon. And, and I don't know about you, if you guys know this, but Cabanas, those women are twenty four seven. They're always ready to fuck. <laughs> 
And <laughs> we go, it's like 2 in the afternoon, and this shorty's like, oh, she sees that we're there. I'm like, well, yeah, we're just here to watch the game. But she goes, and she throws on like some half-ass makeup and shit, and she's like trying to talk to us. I'm like, yo, shorty, I'm trying to watch the game. And then her fucking baby comes out of nowhere. <laughs> and her baby's like, Ma! And she's like, Nigga, I'm trying to get Dick to feed you! <laughs> Come on, yes. Oh, man. Right, seven. <laughs> and they're there with their children. There has to be a long answer that. Keep yeah. that kid home. Let me show you some people see this picture. Hey, we got you in the cabana. I never take pictures there. <laughs> All right, so the first picture right here, and we'll put it on the on the screen. That's what I thought it was going to be. That's why I turned around right there. <laughs> well, I'll edit it in the screen oh. for the viewers. Well, it's on your phone. All yeah. right, all right. Check it out, brother. You all right. So this, well, he's showing me, peoples. Uh, it's a, uh, a picture from my new video, which is uh, called Cold Chilling. And Cold Chilling to me is, and I start off saying, you know, uh, uh, third world lingua, make you panic like revenga. Ooh. Um, and that, I mean, is a joint uh, on the Silent Funk album. Go check that shit out. Mm -hmm. it, it's, it's definitely theater for your ears. And uh, what we are right there is, uh, shout out to my man Harold, man. Harold Urenia, which is the, the guy I'm using for my videos. And what happens is that I just go pick up Harold in the Heights. We get hot. And uh, I just take him wherever I want to take him. He makes something happen, but that's actually my my. Uh, that's he's, uh, that's he's, uh, he's the one that filmed it. Yeah, he filmed my videos and shit. That's he's your muse. No, no one's my muse. I am my own muse. <laughs> I don't seek. I don't seek inspiration from any other human being. Sorry, my <laughs> wife. Um, but <laughs> that's actually uh, sound of someone's kitchen, oh, and it's uh, wow. uh, it's very yellow. So we just added more lights, and he was able to do that. Man. First row, first row. Uh, okay. nice with the gray vinyl uh, mask. Uh, so we got the next one over here. This one is awesome. Oh, me and Karis one. That is nuts. That was actually like the 18th picture. Shout to Karis one for being a very nice gentleman about taking pictures <laughs> with people. Because I I, I, I I got a couple and like he's mad tall and it just looked like I was like sucking on his nipples or something. It was mad small. <laughs> and I was like, yo, hold up, B. I'm right now just funk. I can't be that small. So like I had to wait. I had to take pictures behind, backstage, and I just I, I caught him at the right time. He looked at my face. I looked before, at his. Before you said, go to the next one. Yeah, he said, you know what? I'll do the other one. Shouts. Did you check out, did you hear his uh, his last album, his latest album? It dropped earlier? I heard a couple of cuts. I mean, again, it, it's, it's mad difficult, dude, when you have a radio show, and you, and you listen to new music every mm -hmm. single week. You know what I do after my radio shows? I get in my car, I drive home, and I listen to fucking jazz. Mm. I don't want to hear people's words. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and Keeping yeah, the buck. People, people words. Uh -huh. uh, so, I, but I, let me I, just say, I try to cleanse my mind. The album is amazing. You I'll know? check it out. I'll put it on my it's on definitely. My album. Well, um, what is it? I, I am C or you? I am an yeah. MC. I am are you? I am so and then, right? yeah, the way because he spelled he, he crammed it on one like one word. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, you gave it uh album too? of the week. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. yo. I'll, I, great album. Yeah. And shout to his daughter, uh, uh Justice, I think that's her name. <laughs> and uh she she was uh record she records uh, uh MC Cyphers. Mm. And uh I, I partook in that MC Cypher uh at the, at that jam. That was at that was at the uh hip hop jam. In August, uh, celebration of hip hop birthday over at Cedar Park, and um, she you knows she goes with her dad, and and she records 
MCs from the area. Doing Cypher. Uh, official. Don't, that's official. All, right. all right, let's get uh, moving. This one, this one is a familiar that, spot. Yeah, that's. I mean, that, that. I think that's the most epic. Uh, um, that's the most epic kind of like picture image. of Gorilla Grooves. Yeah, the image of Gorilla Grooves. You know, me sitting on that table, mm. and, and and Fred. Like, and I, Fred. I think that that's, that shows all. If you ever wonder how we do it, it's me sitting behind that on that table. I engineer the whole show. I do the drops, and Fred is standing, uh, DJing, and and you see how I mean. It, it, it's beautiful. Again, my my experience with radio, I know how to engineer the board, and Fred's been DJing since Jimmy Carter was president. And, uh, uh, you know, be, to be able to, you know, we kind of look at each other, like, all right, this looks good, this, and we don't even have to communicate. We just, yeah, yeah. It, it works naturally. Synchronous. Wonderful. All right. This one right here, you was, was doing your thing. I have no idea what that is. Oh, is that a uh, the club at Essex? I don't know, dude. It, it looks like I'm drunk on stage, but I'm sure I did well. Uh, <laughs> go check my report card. I, 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 is it, it, rock, rock the house? Rock the house, yeah. Rock the house. On, um, uh, what is that place? What's that place? Um, Sophisticated Savage. Yes. That. Oh, that was for the um, Killer release. Priest. No, that was a Killer Priest show. That was a Killer Priest show, and that's the show where. Guys, this is one of the things. If you want to be out there performing, this is the thing you got to do. When someone says, when are you ready to perform? You say, right fucking now. And from that day moving forward, there was a long list of people. It was Killer Priest has to obviously close. But I'm like, yo, dude, I, I've done shows. I know how to judge the crowd. So I said, yo, you know what? I'm going on first. And I, from there, that point on, I go on first all the fucking time. I don't care what's happening. I'm going on first. Set the scene. Set the scene because I what I've seen is uh, after I set it up, the next guy's gonna be shaking in his boots. You gotta go on first, man. <laughs> and, and you know what? Maybe it makes you better. I mean, check, check out I mean, Chris Rock has said this. Right? Nobody, nobody Chris, should be scared when, of competition. When Chris Rock had Chris Rock had uh, um, Martin Lawrence uh, uh, on his tour in the nineties. Right. He was like, "Holy shit!" That, that Martin Lawrence would destroy it. To the point that Chris Rock, who's already we know as Chris Rock, was like, yo, I got to get fucking better. Like, this is what this guy's doing to fucking set me up. Wow. So you know what? I'm going to come off first. I'm going to take my shirt off, have your girl suck on my nipples, and now it's going to be fucking great for the rest of the show. You got to get better. Still sharp and still, yeah, baby. baby. All right, last but not least, and this is a, another fire pick, too. Yeah, my man, Homeboy Salmon, right? Yeah, yeah. Homeboy yeah, Salmon. We spoke that, about him a few times. Yeah. Yeah. We mentioned him a few times. Yeah, man. yeah. Man, Talk about Sam, it. How you man. met him, man? So, again, coming, you know, in the uh, early 2000s, in the early 2000s, bum rushing, open mics and, 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 and stages, I mean, Homeboy Salmon was getting there, right? Like, he was a guy that everybody's like, oh, this guy's going to get there someday, right? And you would run into him. Well, bam, he wasn't who he is now. But doing the show uh, and having him come up because he knew Freddie, he knows Freddie, and I would interview him and we have conversations about hip-hop history. I mean, he's a very intelligent individual. And he would be like, yo, dude, like, I really respect the way you talk about hip-hop. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm working on it, dude. So, I mean, I've always been a fan, and now it's this is why I love doing this, man. 
My records don't sell. I don't care. Uh, I got a new hat. My stink makes you think. Buy it. <laughs> don't. I don't care. This is why I went to school to get a job. But this is why I do this. When I am in a room with a person like Homeboy Sam, man, who says, yo, you're fucking nasty. And then, damn, you don't have that picture. But there's a picture out there of Homeboy Sam, man, going on a date wearing my T-shirt. And he took the picture. He's like, yo, dude, I love your shirt. And, and my girl loves it, too. And I'm like, yo, that's fucking dope. So when you get that kind of respect, I don't give yeah, a shit. That's fine. That's worth, that's worth that's millions. Worth, I, I don't care about your, your the sales. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. I get people that, that, mean, that, that, that I talk to that are like, yo, you're dope. We did. We were practicing. Great story. We were practicing uh, for a Sophisticated Savage show in Miami. And shout out to Sophisticated Savage. Shout and out. we were there before, rocking, you know, just going through our set. And Melly Mel walks in. Wow. Because he had a session at TME with someone else. Did he bench press you? He tried. <laughs> then his shoulder went out, but now he's suing me. Um, but Melly Mel was there. And he came out the room, and we had just finished the song. And he looked at us, and he said, yo, you guys are fucking dope. And wow. when that happened, I said, yo, I need, we had a picture. I'm like, I don't even want to be in that picture. I want to live in this moment. Wow. I want to live in a moment that I, I'm going to make a T-shirt when they says Melly Mel said I was dope. That's and crazy. I can live with that. Yeah. I can live with that. I would have a little drip drip on myself. Right? You know what I mean? Like that, that, that to me is 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 what I do this for. Though. That's that's but, it. That's it right there. That's first hip hop, man. And that right there is searching for rhinoceros funk, y'all. I always wondered the rhinoceros funk. What, what's up with that? I mean, that's another question that I get a lot. And another great story is um so. It's funny. I just came from this graph shit I was telling you guys. Happy birthday to Scheme of TMT. Um, and graph, I mean, it was a world that we all remember. I mean, it, but it, that graph circle is really interesting. So, where am I going with this? Uh, shout out to Scheme at, at the graph place. And uh, I, people, oh, this my, cause people don't say, hey, this is very nostalgic funk. It's kind of a lot. So people go, oh, he's Rhino, right? He's Rhino, he's Rhino, he's Rhino, he's Rhino. And I used, I mean, I've been called Rhino since I was like 12 years old, right? I used to weigh 225 pounds at 12, and I, would, I would fuck anybody up. Um, <laughs> I was a big kid, dude. So by the time I was, but yeah, by the time I was like, by the time I was like 14, I was like 250 wow. playing football. How were your knees? My knees are fantastic. You want to touch them? No. So <laughs> <laughs> it's my shoulder now from doing this all the time. No. So uh, uh, so the point is. Uh, we, I'm at this event today, and this old gra- old graph writer is way older than me. Um, and uh, one the one was like, "Yo, my my boy Rhino man," he, and and a guy looks at me, and he goes, "Why are you not at our Basel right now? Our Basel is the art event that takes place in Miami." He's like, "I'm like, what?" He goes, "Why are you not in Miami?" I'm like, "Oh, you think I'm Rhino the writer?" Mm. I'm like, "No, that's R Y N O." Shouts to him, and I'm right now just funk radio guy. MC overall, just trying to make you laugh. That's it. So you have to make those. It happens to me all the time because I have no idea what kind of beef this guy got, and he's big too. So I mean, like, I don't want to come across somebody trying to shoot me, which almost happened. You know how radio saved my life one time. I'm sorry I'm going into crazy shit, but this is wild. Someone was running to their car. I got the story like 
a couple of months afterwards. But I'm in a party in fucking Albany, New York. I'm on the radio. I'm doing battles in Albany. I'm winning money, too. I was winning. And uh, the story is told to me a week later that someone was running to a car. And a guy knew him that I know. And he's like, yo, you all right? You look mad. He's like, yeah, I'm going to get my gun and shoot this motherfucker. I'm like, he's like, who? Nah, this motherfucker who stole my money and all this shit. And he's like, all right, I'm going to go with you. You're my friend. I'm going to go with you. And he starts walking, and the guy got his gun in hand. And he's like, it's him. And he's about to shoot me. And the guy goes, that's Rhino from the radio. That's another T-shirt you can put on your ass. That's Rhino from the radio. And I didn't get shot. So that's a great story. So back to Rhinoceros Funk. So these things, I, 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 Rhino, I'm like, ah, you know what? So like, uh, in 99, again, man, uh, uh, hands-on experience, uh, the High and Mighty song with uh, um, Cool Keith, which... It's fucking fantastic. I get to hang out with Cool Keith. Shout out to Cool Keith. Birthday party with Big Ice Tea. He invited me. I'm wow. Drinking champagne, eating rib tips. Great job. <laughs> um, so he comes up. He says, uh, uh, "He says he says rhinoceros funk in a song. We're talking about jerking off." And he says, it's, it's, <laughs> "That it smells like rhinoceros funk." And I was like, "Holy shit, that's it!" <laughs> and I mean, I, 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 I get to hang out with Cool Keith and drink champagne with him all the time. And, and, and I'm like, dude, man, if it wasn't for you, dude. Like, so fucking, uh, oh, yeah, man. Rhinoceros Funk comes from him saying that so him saying that on a song in 1999 about jerking off and his jizz smelling like Rhinoceros Funk. <laughs> <laughs> and I took it. I was like, no, that's makes sense. Yo, man. I'm not making any of this up, dude. This is all real shit. Wow, it's definitely uh, amazing. That was a great question, man. That was a crazy. (laughs) How you gonna follow that? How you gonna follow that? Yo, I I, I try try to paint the story well so you guys don't get lost. But yeah, yo, I wanna, yo. First of all, I wanna give a shout out to Calm Boogie, man, for this fly ass, nice infusion. It's a nice infusion, man. Yeah, man. Wu-Tang with the the Tribe Called Quest. Into the the 36 with Midnight Marauders. Where you got it at? Uh, Comboogie.com. Nice, nice. Go on his website, man. He got some shit, man. I had to get that hoodie. You you get your little Comboogie autograph from the corner right there. You got got a bunch of shit there. That that is something that I think that we should should respect on a yearly basis, right? Mm -hmm. On a yearly basis, it happened this month, 1993. Where in 1993, those two Oof. albums dropped the yep. same Ooh. fucking day. That's, that's, I mean, that's that, where the... That, it was... I mean, that has not happened. It, 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 that kind of quad... I mean, first and foremost, the, the, the Tribal Question was like a masterful album of sounds and then Wu-Tang was like, they made that shit in the, in the subway. Uh, <laughs> but, but just the impact of what those two albums have had in hip-hop is amazing. Oh, Fox, amazing. Fox. Yeah, amazing. man. Shout out to Khan, man. He uh, he did his thing here, man. Yeah, Rob, you looking you looking fresh with that shirt, yeah, man. man. He, and and so far this episode has been fresh. We gave it a we gave a lot of fun facts about Rhino. Well, Rhino, yeah. you're fucking hilarious, guys. <laughs> I think we got to come back for part two, right? Hell Coming yeah, back with some more funk. Oh, Hell oh, yeah. Man. About to get funky. Yo, more right now, some is jizz. We'll be back. We'll be back with part two. The anticipation of another man's creation. Being a female vocalist from an Arab nation. It's all new to me, except the soothing crackle. Draw breaks to find my attentions, mental shackles. Dusty finds feeds the hungry minds. Dissertations constructed on how this junkie grinds. 
The artwork speaks to me like a portal to the sounds of some technical scenery. But yeah, was it recorded? I've got a nice range. Sounds of the time that allow me to perfectly arrange. A monster for navigating through uncharted genres. Tweak of a tune to make my favorite part longer. Perhaps switch the pitch, the MPC itch. Put my hand on the label. To avoid a snitch, beat maker, final addict, best describes the passion that lies behind these boom grab eyes. And I, I kind of, I have to look at every single record there, you know. Kick, kick, 